study. Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 24 verses 1 through 31. And y'all, I want to just read this passage over you today. I want you to just listen to what Jesus is saying. And and I want you to know um, some of the things that happen in the world around us are hard. Sometimes things are happening that are scary or just unsure. They make us feel uncertain about what's going on. Sometimes things are just confusing. And I want you to hear what Jesus is saying. I mean, he's going to talk about those moments that are that are scary, that are difficult. And he's going to give us a hope and a truth that we can cling to. So I want you to listen here as we begin in chapter 24. It says, As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he responded, Do you see these buildings? I tell you the truth, they will be completely demolished. Not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives, and his disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us, when will all this happen? What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? So they know even then, Jesus is returning, and and this world as we know it is temporary. Let's listen to what Jesus says. He said, Don't let anyone mislead you, for many will come in my name, claiming, I am the Messiah. They will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. Nation will go to war against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world, but all this is only the first of the birth pains, with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. Many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other, and many false prophets will appear and will deceive many people. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. The day is coming when you will see what David the prophet spoke about, the sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person out on the deck of a roof must not go down into the house to pack. A person out in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for nursing mothers in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for there will be greater anguish than in any time since the world began, and it will never be so great again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, not a single person will survive. But it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then, if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't believe it. For false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great signs and wonders, as so to deceive. If possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you about this ahead of time. 
So if someone tells you, look, the Messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or look, he is hiding here, don't believe it. For as the lightning flashes in the east and shines to the west, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near. Immediately after the anguish of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will give no light, the stars will fall from the sky, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then at last, the sign that the Son of Man is coming will appear in the heavens, and there will be a deep mourning among all the people of the earth, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with the mighty blast of a trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from all over the world, from the farthest ends of the earth and heaven. We're going to stop right there today. Wow, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot that's happening. And Jesus is explaining, he's telling them what it will be like before he returns. And some of what he describes here sounds scary. It sounds hard. It sounds difficult. But I want us to cling to a few truths. First, I want you to see that the good news about God's kingdom is going to be preached throughout the whole world world. We want every nation, every tribe, every group of people to know the good news of Jesus. Jesus will not return until everyone knows the truth about him. And then we see this time of calamity when things are happening that are scary and we feel unsure. It will be cut short on behalf of those that belong to Christ. It won't go on and on. He is for us. He is with us. And he is coming back for us. And it says we won't miss him. When he comes back, when he returns, we won't miss him. He won't return as a baby in a manger. He will return as a mighty king with power and with glory. And the whole world, the whole earth will know that it is him. Scripture tells us that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We won't miss it. And he will send out his angels with a mighty trumpet blast to gather all of those who are his, all of those who belong to him. So how should we live in light of this? If this is what's coming, if Jesus is going to return, and we don't know when, but we know he's coming, how should we live? Well, first of all, we want to make sure that we are his. We want to confess our sin before him and just cry out that we need Jesus. We believe that he is God's son. We believe that he is Lord and Savior and King. We believe that he died for us and we surrender our lives to him as Lord. And then we want to be a part of spreading his message. Remember, we want the whole world to know the good news of Jesus. And then finally, we want to hold tightly to God's truth. The Bible is God's word. It is God's word, God's truth 
to us. We can trust it. We can believe it. And we want to know what it says. We don't want to be deceived. We don't want to be led astray by those claiming to be of God who are not. So we want to hold tightly to God's word. We want to continue to study and know what it says so that we won't be led astray. We want to follow Jesus with everything in us through and through, day by day. So that when he returns, we are ready. Let me pray for us today. Father God, you are so, so good. And God, we know that we don't have to fear. We don't have to be afraid of what's coming. That even when life feels unsteady or or like it's being shaken, that you are unshakable. That we can stand firm in you. You are for us. And you are coming back for your kids. Lord, we thank you for that. Help us to cling tightly to you. And to follow you with everything in us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.